It's car con carne. Let's eat in the car. It's car con carne. And welcome back. It is Car Cone Carne. I'm James Van Ossel. And as a quick programming note, I'm about to do the second interview of tonight. And we're doing two more interviews tomorrow, starting at 6 p.m. tomorrow. If you are a fan of music, a fan of Chicago music, you're going to want to be there for the live video recording. As we preview the JBTV Revolution Television Virtual Festival that's happening. It's a three-day event helping to benefit Civil and Neva. And as part of this preview, I'll have some pretty familiar names from the Chicago music scene. That is tomorrow at six. Then later tomorrow night, T Murph, comedian T Murph. You've seen him on the TV series Woke on Hulu. Uh, he'll be joining me. And separately tomorrow, completely different from Carcon Carney, I'm doing another podcast tomorrow with John Manley at 101 WKQX. The two of us for the history of alternative podcast and 101 WKQX will be talking about this year's Rock and Roll Hall of Fame nominees. New York Dolls nominated again. Uh, that all aside, I'm joined tonight by two restaurateurs. They are the force behind Sphera Sicilian Street Food. I'm joined today by Stephen and Daniela. Good evening, both of you. Hello. Hello Thank you child. so much for having us. Let's start right with what you do. What is Sicilian Street Food? Well, um, I, I guess the the idea came from my my roots. Um, Grew up in a very Sicilian household. Both my parents, uh, born and raised in Sicily, first generation here, uh, have a love of cooking. Um, and I always just thought about wanting to do something in, in, in the restaurant world. Um, and so I met Stephen a couple of years ago, and I'll have him talk a little bit about um, himself and, and uh, his history uh, in, in the kitchen. Um, tossed around some ideas and Sparrow Sicilian Street Food was born. Um, but essentially, Sicilian Street Food, have you ever had an arancina? That's the, the, the risotto balls, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. I love that stuff. Ah, so good. You haven't had ours, though. We're going to have to Correct. Change that. Absolutely. Um, so it started with the, the arancina. We wanted to bring our stuffed, delicious risotto balls to Chicago. Well, you have one. And just looking at your menu, the, the porcini one, vegetarian risotto filled with imported porcini and local mushroom ragu and fontina cheese served with truffle aioli. Yes, please. Yes, yes please. Yes, indeed. <laughs> <laughs> so when you say street food, I mean, this is stuff you, you'd get from like a, a street vendor in Sicily for real? Yeah, 100%. Arancini's like specifically like quintessential street food, you know, sort of kind of that that thing that you grab from a night out or like if you just want a quick snack. Um, they're they're everywhere. Um, each town has its little difference in an arancina. You know, the shape might be a little bit different or the filling might be a little more, um, you know, easier to find in one town than the other. But basically, they're across the island and um, they're kind of. I guess quintessential to the to the history of the island as well, and why why they are that street food. So, so as you're building out the menu, did it give you the excuse to go back to Sicily to do more research? Was it? Oh, 100 percent. I've been saying that since since day one. 
uh, one of one of the, the the beautiful things about my parents being from Sicily is I had an opportunity from the age of 16, I think was the first time I, my parents had uh, took me there. Um, and 17, I, I got my own little gig at Walgreens and I worked really hard to buy my little ticket every summer. So from That's 16 awesome. to 25, just, just a few years ago, <laughs> totally lying. Um, I, I went consecutively every summer and it was, it was beautiful and I haven't, I haven't been back since, but we're, we're going to make a trip out for, for research. So I, I'm not imagining this. I mean, types of food, like what you do exist, but this really feels like you're filling a niche in Chicago an underserved category. For sure. I think that they're like to, to, to specialize in something that sort of specific, you see that obviously, I mean, I don't in a way, I don't know if this is just because we've been researching and reading about them nonstop. They seem to be having a moment. Um, uh-huh. They're certainly all over. Once you Google them, they're all over your uh, your feeds. But um, you know, you find them on a, a, as appetizers a lot, but rarely do you find sort of the you know the larger or like where that's actually the the focus of the menu. Um, and we do have an ex- like a larger menu. We have we we try to explore different different um, you know Sicilian culinary delights as we call them. Um, but we really love, you know, we, we were really born on that Arancina. And it, it was really because as Daniela and I were, were talking and, and going through concepts and, and what we really wanted to do, um, you know, Daniela is a, a bit of a health food nut and she was sort of thinking about the juicing or the salads and that kind of thing. And at the end of the day, when you're out and about and you're, you know, nothing beats the smell of, of, food being fried cooking and nothing beats something that's crunchy and warm and melty inside. And um, we're like, man, this is just, people just love delicious food and this is the perfect vessel for it. Um, And nothing beats the smell of just the most elemental concept of garlic sizzling and olive oil. 100%. 100%. There's nothing quite like, you know, an onion cooking in butter, like the best cologne. (laughs) <laughs> that really is. So let, let's talk about your location. This is a ghost kitchen restaurant. I, I think are, a, lot, yeah. a lot of people have heard that term, but I don't think a lot of people know what that means. Yeah. Um, so be, I should say before, you know, I guess it's connected to what Stephen just mentioned. You know, if you're, I, I had a, um, I, I loved farmer's markets. And so we, we started this endeavor in our local farmer's markets, um, Jefferson Park, Portage Park, Andersonville, South Loop, Logan Square, Wicker Park, just to name a few. And it was so awesome to just see people, you know, walking around with a big, delightful stuffed risotto ball. Oh, yeah. um, um, so we did that for, for a few years and, 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 in deciding to expand, we decided to move into, um, what's now considered to be where we're at a ghost kitchen. Um, I like to explain it as, um, you know, cause oftentimes people rock up and they're like, you know, they're expecting to, to walk into Sphera. Um, I should mention that we are looking for a new home in a neighborhood, possibly near you, um, but a ghost kitchen is like a hotel of kitchens. You walk in and, and 25 different restaurants have a kitchen in this one centralized place. 
And so we have a kitchen in this central location at 3517 North Spalding. <laughs> it's, it's a great business model, especially for the current circumstances we're in right now. Let's talk a little bit about launching in this climate. I mean, this is truly an, an against all odds type of venture launching in the middle of a pandemic. Yeah. I mean, I, I think it was kind of a bit of a move for survival because we were so, you know, we were, we were just connected with the community. I mean, literally face to face, that's the only way you could get us. Um, and when that was all just taken away like that for everyone, the whole, the whole uh, industry, um, we had to, we had to pivot, we had to move. And this seemed the most sort of logical short-term thing. I mean, that's the other great thing about a ghost kitchen is that you could really operate it in a, you know, in a, in a, in a short-term sort of plan as we look, you know, to, to, to wait out the, the pandemic. Um, but everything changed with COVID. I mean, the whole, the whole system, we couldn't cook in front of people. We were literally, you know, from one minute planning a big summer to, to nothing. And, um, and it was also, we were getting to the point in the business where this is what we wanted to do full time. So obviously selling at farmer's markets on the weekend was not our full-time gig. Um, and so we, we, we wanted to move more into that position and be able to position ourselves better, which is why we wanted to put ourselves into here in order to move up to that level where we could be doing this as a full-time restaurant. Um, and, and, and obviously the cloud kitchen or the, uh, sorry, the ghost kitchen was the, the best, uh, I guess, you know, way to do that. Makes sense to me. Yeah. All right. Let's talk a little bit more about your menu. We, we covered the arancini. Uh, explain what scotcha is. I'll take this one. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so scotcha is this, this really interesting dish we found in, in Sicily. Um, where you take, so semolina flour is kind of the main flour of, of Sicily. So you, you make a yeasted dough out of semolina flour. Um, and you basically, it's all, you make almost like a pizza on it, but it's really behaves like a pasta dough. So imagine making a pizza on a piece of pasta dough, folding it in half, <laughs> um, making that pizza one more time, folding it in half, making that pizza again, folding it in half, um, and then throwing that whole thing into a hot oven. So you have all these layers of dough in between all of these fillings and you end up with this crust on the outside that's almost like a pizza crust and then like a lasagna in the middle. That sounds glorious. <laughs> I mean, I'm salivating. And I mean, at the beginning of this interview, Daniela talked about how you both like to be healthy. I, I, my, my perception of Italian food is it'll knock you out for 12 hours and <laughs> you need to start a fitness regimen the following morning. You're not doing anything to convince me otherwise. Yeah. I mean, listen, we met at the gym. Um, <laughs> haven't, haven't been back since. <laughs> I, I mean, we're not going to lie. It's, it's definitely not your, you know, it, it, it's, it's comfort food. It's delicious food. That's it. Um, and it, it's it's the food you, you always want to eat, whether or not you should always eat it. You know, oh my god, it's but everyone can fit it in their diet. Everyone Absolutely. should give it a try. It's winter in Chicago. We are all about that stuff right now. Just it's cold. We're all sheltering in place. We we can't do any of the things we want to do. Just make us happy with food. Yeah, yeah. and that's it. Well, oh my like gosh. With anything else, James? Right? Like it's it's a balance, right? So like one day you have a salad, and then one. day, or Sarah. I'm just playing devil's advocate. One day I'm not having a salad. I'm, I'm eating stuff like this. <laughs> uh, but just looking at, at some of the 
offerings along those lines. Uh, it is the ragusana with the marinara, the mozzarella parmesan with wild garlic ricotta, fresh basil leaf served at the side of house. This is this is glorious. I mean, glorious. This is, this sounds so incredible. This this is like a stop the presses kind of dish. It's yeah. it's a special dish, and you know, honestly, it's not really. It's it's not something that's easy, like that you find at restaurants at all. So completely new to me. Yeah, I yeah. I, uh, I should also mention uh, so we're recording this live on Facebook as we do every night. Uh, John just said their cocktail bases are amazing too, and I wanted to talk about that because they sound fantastic. Uh, first of all, the pomegranate mint refresher. I'm just going to read what your menu says. Uh, mix equal parts base with your favorite spirit, uh, especially de- delicious with vodka, bourbon, and rum. Oh wait. Oh, it's just explain what this is. I'm just I'm, I'm reading how to use it. Uh, explain yeah. what the pomegranate. Yeah. yeah. So these this is like something that we we developed for COVID when we started um, doing at home deliveries. You know, our our customers wanted our stuff. We weren't in farmers markets. We tested different ways of reheating the arancini. How could we get it to people? And you know, everyone's sitting around at home and having a cocktail. You can't. You know, we're having a drink, but if you don't know how to how to mix a cocktail, you know, like let's make it nice and easy. And we just took some Sicilian flavors um, and made cocktail bases. And, you know, they're, they're, they're brilliant with, with um, a spirit. They're also great as a non-alcoholic drink, just mixed with a little bit of, you know, San Pellegrino or something, but yeah, we have a saffron sour, which is exactly what it sounds like, what it sounds like. It's a sour with, uh, with infused with, uh, you know, the world's most expensive spice tastes <laughs> brilliant with, uh, with bourbon or really anything that's our signature because it works with the whole bar. Um, and then we have rotating ones. So now that it's winter, the pomegranates are more in season. We do that with, with fresh mint. And you brought up such an important point. This works as a non-alcoholic thing. Add seltzer to it or whatever, like you said, bottled water. This is a great refreshing beverage. You don't have to live off canned soda. You can make something that feels really special using a mix like that. All right. So looking ahead, Valentine's day is coming up. It's going to be a weird Valentine's day, just like every other day over the past 11 months has been weird in its own special way, but you're doing something cool. You're offering uh, dinner for two. Uh, You can pre-order. We're recording this on a Wednesday night. You can pre-order through 9 PM on Friday. Uh, Explain what you're up to for Valentine's day. So you can actually pre-order. We're doing it on, on Saturday and Sunday. So you can pre-order up to 9 p.m. the night before. So if there is any availability or cancellations, we're getting booked up. But, um, you know, definitely check the site um, to get in for, for um, Sunday. Saturday, we still have some available or plenty of availability. Okay, what it is. <laughs> it's dinner for two. You get a scotcher. You pick which scotcher you want. You get one of our fantastic salads. You get arancini. You get a special citrus, fennel, and um, pistachio salad that we're only doing for that night. Um, you get our polpetti, our, um, meatballs, you get one of those cocktail bases and then you get cannoli. We do, we do brilliant cannoli. Um, so you get all of it, two people under 60 bucks. Um, and you sit down with someone you love and enjoy a a Sicilian night. Yeah. I love it. Tell me what that salad was again. So uh, there's two salads actually that come with it. One is our menu salad. You pick between either um, our alla norma, which has grill roasted vegetables, um, or you can get a, um, a 
it's not rocket in America. What is it? Arugula. <laughs> An arugula <laughs> and Parmesan salad. And then we have a special salad that we made specifically for, for Valentine's Day. Um, and that is fresh citrus, um, blood oranges, um, caracara oranges, fennel, fresh herbs, pistachios. It's just all the food. That, that's, that's it. I, as you were describing it, I thought that it's a really nice, bright bit of flavor yeah. to kind of balance everything out. I, I love the way this is all put together. It sounds fantastic. Yeah. And we'll even brand your scotcher with a heart for Valentine's Day. Stop it. What's going to get better than that? <laughs> Truly nothing. That's it. Full stop. <laughs> so in launching during this time and, you know, with your farmer's market history, what have you learned this year that surprised you over the past 12 months? Um, oh, my gosh. Well, we've learned a lot. I, I But personally, like the most prominent thing for us is, you know, being in a in a ghost kitchen, one of the things that, it, it, you know, has been taken away uh, in addition to COVID is that we are lacking the face-to-face with people. And um, I find a lot of joy in being in the kitchen, but I also find a lot of joy in, in talking to my customers and sometimes even watching them eat one of sure. my arancini. So um, yeah, it's that, it's that face-to-face that, yeah, just yeah, we're, 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 all, we're all ready for Zoom meetings to be over with. Totally. <laughs> I mean, this is a delight, James. Yeah. But of course, I'd rather be in your car. Yeah. <laughs> well, like, you'd rather be in my car. I'd rather be eating your food in front of you sitting down. Yeah. I mean, I'm the sunshine. Sure. Yeah. In, I'd like to see you in 3D as opposed to 2D on my absolutely computer screen. Yeah, no, it, we're all in the same boat, but I, yeah. you've you've made the best of this situation. I, I love what you're up to. And I, I'm a fan of entrepreneurship in general. I, I, your menu sounds absolutely stunning and I, I wish you good luck. So for people who so want to dig in, whether it's for Valentine's day weekend or moving forward, where can they place orders? Where can they get your, get your food? I would just direct people to our website, uh, sferachicago.com, S-F-E-R-A, chicago.com. Catch us on the Instagram, um, but mostly sferachicago.com. Yeah, that's the best place to find us. It'll it'll tell you where we're still doing farmer's markets. We, um, you know, so you can pick up our arancini, our cocktail bases, our cannoli um, around the city um, from South Loop up to Andersonville and out west. Um, so we're, we're still there, obviously come and visit us in Avondale. We will come and deliver the food if we can, um, and say hello to you. And otherwise one of our, you know, one of, one of the fantastic team members there will get it for you, um, or have it delivered, uh, via our website or via your favorite app. So in short, you're always working. Nonstop. Yeah, (laughs) pretty much. We're, we're, I'm going to make risotto right after this call. Okay. Well, go to it. Thank you so much for doing this tonight. Thank Thank you. you, James. Thank you.